Hi, this is Amina Spitlow. I work for QSO VSO West and uh, I'm in Vancouver. It's uh, March 12, 2010 and we're getting ready for our Paralympics in Vancouver. And it's quite an exciting time of the year. And I have with me today Elizabeth Kwong. And Elizabeth tells me that she served with us at QSO VSO. QSO. Elizabeth, when did you go overseas? Oh, it was such a long time ago. It was in the late 60s. In the late 60s? So you were one so of the I'm earliest. one of the, yes, uh, original, or not quite original, but from <laughs> a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Where did you go? I went to Colombia in uh, South America, but I actually went to a little island in the Caribbean called San Andres that belonged to Colombia. Okay. So it was a wonderful setting. Wow. Yeah. Um, how how old were you when you went? Oh my in your goodness. 20s? I would have been in my 20s, yeah. Mm -hmm. And what had you been studying? Um, I had finished my, just my bachelor's degree at University in Winnipeg and I had worked for a year in northern Manitoba as a social worker. Okay. And so this was my next adventure. So as a social, so you went as a social worker and so what did you do out there? in San Andreas. Sounds like the San Andreas Fault. Yes, I don't know if it was or not. <laughs> I, I taught English as a, uh, okay. and I taught English um, in several schools and to one group of adults, but mostly it was to children. And so how long did you stay? I stayed probably just a little bit more than a year. The project was, it was actually an interesting CUSO project because it was a group project. They sent um, an agriculturalist, a nurse, um, two teachers, or maybe even three. Wow, do you remember so, the names of any of those people? I, I do. Uh, Janie Rogers was one of the teachers. Um, if you're listening, hi Janie Rogers. <laughs> no, she yeah, she unfortunately She's died. She passed away. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Michael Rosberg. Michael Rosberg. Okay. Um, and I should remember the nurse was older than the rest of us, and she actually was a nurse from British Columbia. Oh, okay. And the agriculturalist was from Quebec. Okay, wow. So the team of you went. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so did you all stay in the same place or did you stay separately? Uh, people stayed in different places. The three women stayed in the same place. We stayed in a little tiny uh, hotel. It wasn't really a hotel. It was like a rooming house. Um, and we each had our own rooms and uh, ate most of our meals there. It was a kind of package deal. Wow. So. <coughs> um, so all of you out there for almost a year teaching English, what does this island look like? I'm trying to imagine. It's, uh, it was quite a skinny island. I think it was maybe about seven miles long and about three miles wide. And a, a beautiful Caribbean island. It had, a, it had a coral reef and it had different uh, keys that people could go out to to swim and fish. So it was it was tropical and it was warm and it was a tourist destination even at that time and I think is much more so now. Oh really? Mm -hmm. Did you mm -hmm. ever go back? I didn't. Okay. No. No. So you go there, you, you teach English and 
kind of impact that does that have on a young Canadian girl? Oh, it it was quite a uh, an event, I think, in my life. It was um, I had traveled. I'd actually grown up in India, so I wasn't unaccustomed oh. to being in different cultures. But this was you know, on my own mm -hmm. with a group and there were lots of adjustments to do and uh, challenges around the teaching part of it. So I think it was quite a growth experience oh, uh, yes, for me. <laughs> and, and you were speaking, you were teaching English and what was the uh, language that they spoke there? Spanish? Or Spanish Portuguese? was the official language but most of the island was, uh, had been settled as many of the Caribbean islands were by people of uh, probably African descent, so people spoke a patois. A patois, yes. Yeah. Oh. And uh, that was fun too, and people were very warm and friendly, so we made lots of friends on that island. Uh, it oh. was... Mm -hmm. And so, all these years later, oh, but I think you had something else to do with CUSO. Did you help um, recruit people? or? I, I did for a while. Uh, probably I came to UBC eventually to do my master's and okay. it was out of that time I think. For probably about 10 years after that I was involved in interviewing uh, new recruits and wow, that was... That's a huge in contribution. Interesting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. well, that's because CUSO had made such an impact in my life I think it was interesting to wow. share a bit of that as you interviewed people. Well, I'm so excited that Stephen Owen, uh, the Vice President of UBC, he's an RV as well, a CUSO RV, and his wife as well. Mm. And um, they have, uh, he's so excited about us uh, being bigger and stronger and, you know, really doing a lot of uh, sustainable development work, that he's invited us on December 4th to have a big grand reunion and kick off for the 50th at UBC. Oh, how exciting. So I Very hope exciting. that you'll be there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so when you think about CUSO and its impact in your life or in your world, um, did it affect your career choices? Did What kind of effect might it have, might it have had on you? Well, I, I think it certainly affected... Um, I actually, I, I did my master's in social work, okay. but then I eventually went back and uh, did um, a course at UBC in teaching English as a second language oh. because I realized <laughs> I needed to learn more about that and I used that uh, in my work. I worked um, in neighborhood houses in Vancouver and so worked with immigrant communities a lot and so oh. CUSO certainly played a role in that. In making those decisions. And mm -hmm. now you travel all over the place. What do you do now? Well, I actually only travel at, for work at the moment. I work part-time at UVic in Victoria. Oh! And my work there is, probably could be related back uh, because I'm the director of a small program that supports students with families. So most of the students are graduate students from all over the world who come to UVic with their families, of course. Uh. And uh, so this little program supports the family part of it. 
That's fantastic. Yeah, it's very interesting. Mm -hmm. I went to UVic, so so did my daughter. (laughs) Well, you came and you joined us for our event on the International Day of the Volunteer, and you came today to pick up your cookbook and your your pashmina that you bought at the silent auction. And I'm really, really happy that you've reconnected with QSOVSO, and I would really like for you to stay in touch. And I'm looking for all those volunteers that served with you. So if we can find them, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that'd be great. So we're asking all all QSO VSO RVs to turn themselves in. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'd be curious where some of those people are as well. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm glad to have met you. And thank you for your service so many years ago. And again, for your continued service in helping us select volunteers many years after. So, in our reunions, I hope you will join us. Thank you very much. It's been fun. Thank you.